Are you trying to get a winning edge in sports betting? Look no further than SteadyPicks.com and SteadyPicks Radio. Our team at SteadyPicks provides data, analysis, and insights to help you become a better sports better. Best of all, SteadyPicks is 100% free. A SteadyPicks membership gives you access to all of the SteadyPicks system bets, our expert hosts' best bets, and our special guest picks. Head over to our website, www.steadypicks.com. Sign up for free and start winning. Radio, wake up and wager. Happy Tuesday, everyone. Man, what a wild national championship game last night. We got a lot to get into today. We'll start by diving into that, and then we got a really fun guest joining the show. We're going to get into a little baseball betting competition, uh, which will be a good time. But the first thing I want to do here is go ahead and jump into recapping last night's game. I know it was late for the East Coast people. I know maybe you bailed at halftime because it wasn't a great game initially. But before we bring our guest on, let's quickly dive into this game. So here's what we got, guys. We start off and we get a Kansas early lead. They jump out to about a seven-point lead. Things are looking really good for Kansas. UNC hangs in there they end up chipping away at that game stays closed for a little while but ultimately unc goes on a 16-0 i believe run towards the end of the half kansas is down 15 at halftime the messages are coming in on instagram it's it's one looking like one of those games a flat out bad pick if you took kansas but what do you know kansas ends up Doing what Kansas has done the last couple games. They come out red hot at half. They go on like a 30-8 to eight run. Um, you know, the game stays tight for a while. We'll fast forward to the end here where Kansas is up by three points and they have the ball with about four seconds left. Now, at this point, the Kansas fans are going crazy. The students are going wild. It's showing, you know, people back in Kansas celebrating But what do you know? The guard, as they're inbounding the ball, the guard from Kansas steps out of bounds. And with four seconds left, UNC now has a chance to tie the game and push it to overtime. But the reason this is crazy, guys, is because this is crucial for almost every bet that you could have made on this game. This is crucial for the Kansas minus four cover because... Had that guy not stepped out of bounds and just gets fouled, he likely hits his his free throw. It was a one-and-one, but he likely, let's assume he hits both. They go up by five, and then you have UNC weaving a three. You're likely covering that game. For UNC, by him stepping out of bounds, if you have a UNC plus four, plus four-and-a-half ticket, that ultimately sealed your fate because uh, Kansas was not able to get north of or below that minus four to cover the game. The total also could have been crucial because if that game went to overtime, it was going over. So 
A lot of uh, a lot of betting implications on that last possession, but what do you know? Uh, the UNC guard Love, who's tremendous player, but he he throws up an air ball. Kansas money line cashes, and Bill uh, yeah Bill Self ends up getting his second national title. So that's the game. Congrats to everyone who who won their bets, or more so than anything. Hope you all enjoyed the game. But today, basketball aside, we've got a really, really fun episode lined up, which we're going to get into right now. So as I mentioned, guys, this guest today is a really, really fun one. It's one of the most intelligent baseball people that I've come across in my, in my time here, especially on, in the betting sense. I met this individual working back in corporate America um, prior to my time at Steady Picks, and where we worked, there was a pretty competitive ping pong circuit around lunchtime. We worked at a, a pretty cool office, you know, a new age office that had ping pong tables, basketball hoops, kegs, pretty crazy office. But me and and my guest here, Tom, would meet every day at the ping pong table. We would play for lunch, and the loser would have to go buy the other one lunch, and somehow this progressed to betting baseball over the years, but I want to welcome in a good buddy of mine, Tom, how you doing, my man? I'm doing good, thanks for having me, and yes, those were good times, we would meet at the ping pong table at 12 sharp, loser buys lunch, and let's just say I ate a lot of free lunches that year. Yeah, yeah, for those who don't know, I like to pride myself on my ping pong game, but every now and then, I run into a competitor like Tom who might win a lunch or two off me. But that being said, over, over time, Tom, we've transitioned from playing for, you know, ping pong for lunches to betting on baseball with one another. We've been doing this competition that we're going to do on the show today for about four years. This is the fifth year since 2018 we've been doing it. And, Tom, this thing's no joke. There's a lot of pride on the line more so than anything, the record currently sits four to two in favor of you. So, I know it feels good, and it, it really is about pride more than anything else. I think, uh, and for people doing math at home, four plus two is more than the four years <laughs> that we've done it. But a couple of years we've had multiple bets going, regular season playoffs. Um, we could talk about some of the the more fun ones if you want to harp back to any of those. Yeah, we, we won't reminisce. We'll, we'll keep it into the blinders moving forward here. And it's funny, Tom, I don't know if, if I've told you before, but our, our usual host of the show's name is also Tom. He's also a big baseball guy. So I don't want to get anyone confused here. We got a different Tom on the show here, um, but this is going to be fun. So, Tom, time to cut the music, and it's time to jump into the betting here. So what we're going to do is we are going to start things off with our division winners. And here's the rules. We're going to have essentially a $100 bet for each division, and you'll be credited based on the team with the odds you pick. So let's say you pick a plus 200 in the AL East, you'd get plus 200 points, let's say. You, you take a minus 200 favorite, favorite you'd get plus 0 0.5. Make sense? Makes sense. All right, so that being said, let's go ahead and jump into the AL East. And since you're the guest on the show, why don't you go ahead and uh, lead us off here, my man? 
Yeah, I'm happy to lead it off. And, you know, New York guy, big Yankees fan. It's hard for me to go against the Yankees, even though, man, they got a lot of question marks. And it's so frustrating to watch year after year uh, the the ownership and leadership basically run the team as accountants and not as winners, not at win at all costs, but, you know, make money at all costs. So that's frustrating. That's a whole other story. But I, I got to go with my Yankees. I think they're going to pull it out. I think they're going to add a, another piece or two. Blue Jays are young. You know, Rays are always going to be a threat. I think the Sox have a lot of holes. And, you know, Orioles is not even in the picture here. So I got to go with my Yankees. I think they got to add another couple pieces, though, to, to really uh, give a strong go this year. Okay. I would expect none less from, from the New York Yankees fan, the homer. But let me ask you this, Tom. I know, you know, betting is also relatively new in New York, so forget the betting odds for this question. Is this the first time in a while that you can remember your Yankees not being the favorite in the division? I mean, I can't say for sure. It's not uh, something I always look at, you know, preseason. Typically, if they're not the favorite, they're second, you know. I I can't say. We'd have to look back to see. But, yeah, in my lifetime as a 32-year-old growing up through the 90s, dynasty and obviously you know even though they haven't been to the world series in a while they're still almost always you know up there in the regular season it is it is not normal to see them anywhere but at the top Mm -hmm. and we're going to use our marketing partner here at steady picks bet mgm for all the odds here so tom we're going to lock you in at plus 230 for the yankees in the al east for your pick let's go let's go yankees I'm going to be a little square here. I'm rolling with the Blue Jays. I actually bet this team to win the AL East last year. I had an itch, we'll call it, that they would kind of break out. Vladdy would break out. Just so many bats in that lineup, Tom, and the pitching gets stronger. Um, I think they've I think they've rightfully earned this front-runner position in the AL East, so I'm going to go ahead and lay it. Plus 180. I don't, I don't think it's a bad bet. But uh, they're still young, and it's a long season, so we'll see. But, but yeah, I don't think it's a bad call. They're right. a favor for a reason. We will um, we'll keep it moving as we got a lot of stuff to cover here. So we'll move into the AL Central, where I'm going to pass it back to you, Tom, unless you want to do in every other. I don't want you complaining. Yeah, go back and forth. All I right, went right. first. Go all ahead. Right. You're, you're up. So this one, I'm going to actually take a page out of my co-host, Other Tom, We'll call him for this episode's book. And let me tell you something. He's high on the Twins, especially with the value at that plus five to one number. I can't remember off the top of my head. I don't know if you could pull this up potentially, but they made some big moves. Uh, The shortstop obviously being one of them, Correa, massive signing. They got him, right? Yeah, Correa, that was their big move. That's what it was. Um, So not that one player is really pushing me here, but this is a team that played – really, we'll say, underperformed last season. Uh, I think they retooled the team. And I'll take a potential plus five, we'll call it points, or plus 500 for the competition's sake uh, on the Twins, Tom. Who do you got? Yeah, I mean, I think that's a good bet. Um, It was weird. They traded Donaldson one day, and then the next day they traded for Correa. It's like, which direction are you going? Honestly, the odds are nice plus 500 for them and minus 200 for the White Sox. But I think the White Sox are going to run away with this. I don't, I don't, I don't think they're going to be within 10 games, but don't, oh, don't man. quote me to that, but I'm going with the White Sox, even with the not great odds. 
Um, or, you know, not a lot of bonus points for them, but I think they're going to run away with it. I, I can't hate on that. I do like that White Sox team. But, um, all right, so we'll see. You're laying some juice there. Um, next division. It'll be a big win. Big win for you if, if the Twins bring that home. True. Very true. Um, okay. AL West. This is, to me, always the most difficult division for some reason. Are you buying into the Angels hype, Tom? You know, this is sim. I think this is like we're repeating the same conversation we just had about the Twins. I think the Astros, obvious favorites, but I... Man, I just want the Angels to figure it out. Part of this is just like, I just want, I, I want to root for them. Like Trout, Otani, um, you know, they got some big names over there. Hopefully their ownership figures out how to get some more pitchers in there. And, you know, I think that they could sneak this one out. I, I'm going to I'm gonna go for the Angels this year, partly because I want to root for them. And uh, and they're, they got some solid pieces. Maybe they're going to put it together. I really like that pick. And to be honest with you, I was deciding between the Angels and the Mariners. The Mariners are another team, Tom, that I think is really flying under the radar. They were they played really well last year. But, even going but you're, back. you're forgetting one important thing, which is that they're the Mariners. And it's almost like they have that like Mets type of feel to them. But you go out and you get Robbie Ray. I mean, would you I know one of the things we often disagree on is the ace conversation, but Robbie Ray, ace, would you say? I mean, he's definitely up there in discussion. I mean, we're coming come from the guy who claims Severino at his prime <laughs> was not an ace. I don't know if you have any credibility left for, for comments like that. I'll take it to my grave. Sevy's never been an ace, but <laughs> <laughs> you, the fact that you're giving Robbie Ray a little bit of ace credibility tells me, though, like it's a significant signing. Yeah, I mean, listen, he's definitely a stud. I'd, I'd want to look at the stats closely to give that ace stamp. But um, I don't think he's far off, even if he isn't. Maybe one more solid year, and then he becomes a bona fide ace. Oh, you know, I'm not going to just change my pick because you to be different here. And, Tom, I'm rolling with the Angels, too. I, I just want to see Trout in the fucking postseason. That's all I want in baseball at this point is to just see my man playing in October. So... Whether it's through the wild card or the division, we'll roll with the division and uh, we'll align on this one. Yeah, I don't think that's a bad call. Um, obviously, I made the same one. Keep in mind, the Mariners, I'm pretty sure, have the longest streak of not making the playoffs of any major sport, of all of them. All streaks got to break at some point. Not even, let alone winning the division, just making the playoffs. Oh, now there's going to be a couple extra teams in the playoffs, so... You know, they're going to 10, 12 teams this year. That's a whole other conversation. Very true. Very true. Um, okay. Well, let's let's flip it over into the NL then, Tom, because we got, just to give the listeners some background, we're going to go through the, the divisions here. Then we're going to do a draft, a snake draft on some World Series picks, and we'll finish it up with the awards. So we'll kind of get through everything. But let's head over to the NL East, my hometown division. You know who I'm picking here. I know who you're picking. I might surprise you. Let's let's get flip this one to you first. No, no, no go ahead. Oh, go it's ahead. me. It's me. Go, go okay. ahead and surprise me. I dare you. <laughs> There's no surprise here. Give me the damn Phillies. Uh, every year you the Phillies are your downfall. Every year you pick them for you know because over the year we've done different picks for the All Star games and the awards and you know other random stats. You the Phillies are always your downfall. Tom. You want to hear something sickening that I'm surprised you haven't broken my balls about? 
last year was the only year I didn't pick Bryce Harper to win the MVP. I believe I did it multiple consistently prior or picked Phillies for that matter. And I, I went with someone else last year and what do you know? Pie to the face, but give me the fills. You know, again, I think the the Phillies have good value there. They got a lot of really strong pieces, but Braves, you know, coming off the World Series victory, and I think upgrading with Olsen over Freeman. Not that Freeman is a bum by any means, but Olsen is just an absolute stud. Upgrading? What's that? You think that's an upgrade? And I'm not even saying it's not, but that's like, wow, you you must think really highly of him. He's an A++ offense. I mean, his offensive numbers are just... I mean, yeah, this is going off memory. I honestly haven't looked. No, he 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 had big numbers. I um, mean, you know, 39 home runs, 111 RBIs, OPS over 900. Freeman, absolute stud in the in you know in the clubhouse, everything. I and mean, this is not a knock on him, but I I think it's an upgrade. Yeah. Plus, okay. Freeman is he's older. You know, he's uh, you know, he's on he's on the decline where Matt Olson's right in his prime. I mean. He's 28, you know, so this is a 28 season. I expect more like 50 home runs plus circling into the DH spot and going with the Braves, going with the Braves. No World Series hangover. Hey, uh, plus 120 is what BetMGM's offering up there. So this this would be huge for me if the Phillies could just come through. We'll see. A lot of, lot of offense in that Phillies lineup. Um, all right, Tom. A lot to cover, like I said, so we're going to keep it rolling. NL Central, this one's you. You know, I actually recently relocated to St. Louis, so it's tempting to pick the Cardinals. They, they're always, obviously constant baseball t- professionalism. Um, they got pool holes back. I don't know how much that's going to help. DH certainly helps. Brewers looking really good. Pitching staff is really nice. A lot of offensive pieces. Um, it's a tough call. I think it's definitely a toss-up between the two of them a little slight edge to the brewers um god man this is a tough call i almost want to flip a coin over on my side hold on let me get a coin i'm flipping a coin <laughs> hold on what do you call a true call coin it? toss what what am i calling heads heads cardinals tails brewers ready you got heads it's cardinals you got to trust the coin beautiful because that that works out nicely because for me this division is the one I'm most firm on with the Brewers. I think this Brewers team is big time. I have some World Series futures on them myself, Tom. So Corbin Burns, Brandon Woodruff, an elite bullpen. Still got Christian Yelich in there, who I feel like was getting a little better last year. He had a he had a rough like two or three year stretch after being just dominant prior to that, but I'm really sold on that Brewers team. I think they're built for October, too. So they're a team I like to potentially go a long way. Yeah, you know, I if we were just um, picking straight winners, I would have gone Brewers. But with the odds, you know, they're minus 175. They're not going to pick you pick up that much for you. So that that was my justification for the flip. Fair enough. Fair enough. I won't judge you. Um, NL West, this one is probably... I shouldn't say that. I shouldn't say that. You want me to lead this one off? Yeah, go for it. I mean, this is, this is I think this is a really interesting division. I mean, last year, Dodgers wild card. They won a, what, 105, 107 games. Didn't even win the division. Padres, where were they weren't even involved by the end of the year. But so this is the year. Know. 
time that Gabe Kapler falls off the cliff and they won his head. Like what happened in Philadelphia. He He's a good time for a little time, you know? Good time for a little time. Then when you had enough Gabe, it gets ugly quick. And that's what I'm predicting here. I'm, I'm taking the Padres at plus 325. Tatis missing the early stages of the year concerns me a bit. But, man, I think I think they can hang with the Dodgers as loaded as they are. A lot of talent, Tom. I mean, they're definitely the sexy pick. They're, they're a lot of fun. I, I wish I could say that Aaron Boone was managing the Padres this year, but unfortunately he's not, and for some reason he still has his job in New York. <laughs> but that's a whole other story. Um, I mean, I don't hate the pick. The Padres, so exciting, so much young talent. If Tatis can figure out how to stay on the field, is he going to play center this year? What's Is he going to play outfield? What's going on with that? There's just so much speculation with him, even in terms of how much time he's going to miss, that he's a wild card. But you know when he's out there, he'll perform, whenever that may be, wherever that may be. All right, Tom, who you got in the NL West? You know, this is one of those picks, again, where it's like, if the odds weren't at play here, you got to go Dodgers all day. They are just so, so jam-packed with talent. They keep adding people. You know, you went Padres plus 325, Dodgers sitting at minus 225. It's, it's a tough call. You know, if I go Dodgers and it ends up being Padres, that, that's a big swing right there. Um, you know, Giants obviously really strong, won the division last year. Can they do it again? I don't know. They brought in Chris Bryant at the end of the year, and now he's gone. Um, you know, it, I don't want to just keep pick, keep picking favorites, but the Dodgers, they're just too stacked. They got too many pieces. I'll, I'll take them at minus 225. Not the riskiest pick of all time, but, you know, they're just too good. They're too strong. I think they got to take it home this year. Hey, I don't hate it, and I don't think anybody can really disagree with the talent of the Dodgers, but the only – all right, so as we wrap up the, the division winners, Tom, the only one that we actually agree on is the Angels. Everything else is different. So this is this is going to be interesting here. Indeed. I'm excited to see how it plays out. Looks like you you made a couple more risky wagers. Um, the Twins being the biggest dog on the board right now. Yep. Um, that would be a big one for you since I picked the White Sox at minus 200. Truthfully, I think uh, the Phillies are the livest of all my dogs. I really do. With, with that offense, but we're going to keep it moving for Tom's uh, for time's sake here into the World Series winners, Tom. And what we're going to do is we're going to do a fun little snake draft here to assure that we aren't picking the same teams. And because you won last year, you're going to get the honor of the first pick. I'm going to go ahead and give it to you. On the theme of being a total sellout and picking the number one, you know, or the, you know, the, 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 most favored team. The Dodgers are just basically trying to be the, you know, top dog from day one. It's hard to pick against the Dodgers. How can I not pick the Dodgers? I got to take the Dodgers at plus 500. And some people would say, like, Rick, you just literally threw the whole thing away. The Dodgers are a lock. But if there's one thing I believe in baseball, and I'll stand by this, is you can't buy yourself World Series. And I'm talking to a Yankee fan who has literally witnessed his his childhood franchise by you know, spoken by a true, <laughs> you know, just 
wannabe baseball winner because the Yankees, sure, they what are they supposed to do? Not spend their money, but look at all the homegrown talent that won in the 90s. Don't even get me started. Hey, I'm a Jeter guy. If it means anything, you know I am a Jeter guy, and I did like that that core run that they had with him. But all right, so you you draft the Dodgers with the first overall at five to one, correct? That's right. Now you got the next two picks. Good old snake draft. Yep. And this is the beauty of the snake draft here. I am going to go with first the Chicago White Sox at plus eleven to one. For all the reasons we you that's a great bet. Yeah, for all the reasons you like them, I'm not gonna restate it, but the the team's loaded. I mean, um second pick in this little whirlwind, I'm gonna go with Oh, this 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 is terrible that I'm doing this, but I feel I need to take this team off the board. New York Mets, Tom, and I'm only doing it because of the pitching staff and because when I think of built for October, I think of, you know, the Grom, Scherzer, an owner that's aggressive, you know, and you know he's going to try to load that team up as best he can throughout the year. I just feel like if there's one team to fuck your bet with the Dodgers, it might be like the Mets might have the best shot. So that's why I'm going to take them with the, the second. The problem one. with the Mets is they're still the Mets. Also, Degrom's hurt his shoulder. He's out. They don't. They they're shutting him down for a month. Did you see that? It just came out a couple of days ago. I did, but I'd rather him be hurt in the front. Let's say quarter of the year than the remain than than miss the postseason or anything. But my hope is that they'll get him right. And it's again, it's an if, and a lot of times in betting, you know, especially these futures markets, you're never, you're never going to be successful in these markets unless you can have some like ability to foresee these teams for what they can be. That's where often the value really lies. And even 10 to one, I don't even think it's a great price, but they can be, if that makes sense. Sure. But as a, as a New Yorker, I (laughs) It's just so hard to believe in the Mets. Like, I, I, well, Mets. Honestly, I, I'm rooting for them. It's, it's it's like rooting for your little brother. Like, why would you root <laughs> against your little brother to succeed? But, you know, they definitely got the right ownership. I'll tell you that. Stevie, Uncle Stevie. Uncle Stevie. Uncle Stevie's definitely got the wallet open. But, listen, I'm going to go. I'm going to do a little hedge here. I'm going to pick the Brewers at plus 1,600 after not picking them to win their division. Motherfucker. I, I for do, certain you wouldn't do this. They were literally my top World Series choice. See, this is why this is why it's four two over the years because you get in your own head, you try to like reverse <laughs> psychology yourself, and then I just come over the top and dunk on you, and you know, you'll you'll figure it out eventually. But I'm going Dodgers plus sixteen hundred along. Or sorry, Brewers, Brewers plus sixteen hundred along with the Dodgers. Th- those are two strong picks that I got on the board right now. Dodgers, I didn't Brewers. think. Tom, I didn't think you'd have the balls to even go that far down the list. This is the reason I didn't pick the Brewers. But you know what? You you, you earned a little bit of respect here for pulling the trigger there. Your two NL teams, which is interesting. I mean, let's look at who's on the list above, right? So we got Dodgers. They're off the board. Blue Jays have the second best odds. You know, picking young teams to go all the way, I just... It takes a while to get there. You need that veteran presence and... I mean, really, who are their veterans? I, I can't even name them off the top of my head. Not that they don't have a ton of firepower, but, you know, baseball is a long season, and October is really hard. The whole season can come down to one pitch, one play. 
and experience really, you know, adds a lot. Then you got the Astros. I refuse to pick the Astros. They're not ever going to be on my board. Maybe you can pluck them off for your third pick. Mets, you already got them. I, I, you know, I can't, I just can't bring myself to pick the Mets. White Sox are off the board. You know, I could go with my Yankees here, and I might. I'm thinking about it because you know I got a soft spot, obviously. Um, but genuinely, I don't. I think they're missing a couple pieces. I think that, you know. I don't know. I don't know about the Yankees. If the 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 ownership these days, they they're they're a bunch of CPAs running a baseball team, and they don't they don't make decisions based on wins. They make decisions on ROI. So they buy you know they don't spend as much to still you know win a good amount of games and then lose in the in the playoffs because they're going to make the most money that way. That's my take on the Yankees these days. But I know it's on me. I got to pick one. Obviously not going Red Sox. Can't do that. Um, it's really. Honestly, it's between, I'd say, the Yankees and the Rays for me right now. I think the Rays' little run of, of outperforming might come up this year against a really strong division. I, I think I'm, I'm, I like my first two picks. I got I to gotta bring it home with the New York Yankees. New York I Yankees plus 1,100. That's who I'm going with. That'll be the one I look forward to not cashing the most, if I'm being honest here. But what I'm, what I'm actually going to do... A little bit of hometown pick there, got to say. Which is okay, especially when it's the Yankees. But, Tom, in terms of the Blue Jays, let me just name you a couple guys that they brought in. Kevin Gaussman from the Giants. Big, big season last year. A big part of the reason they were, you know, had the season they did. They get, uh, there's another big one Matt Chapman. Berrios, Matt Chapman. The A's sold everybody, man. Jeez. But the Blue Jays brought in Chapman? The Blue Jays brought in Matt Chapman. God, I, think I, I think I chose to forget that. I didn't want to know that. Yeah, no, I didn't like that. No, I don't like that as a Yankee fan. I don't like that. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you don't, but they're plus 900 over at BetMGM. I'm going to go ahead and lock them in as my third pick. Uh, going two AL teams and one NL team. I think that's picks. the right pick. I think that uh, if I, you know, if I left my hometown – heroes at home i would have gone blue jays all right tom so just to quickly recap before we move into our final segment here our world series winners i've got the the white Sox at 11 to 1 the mets at 10 to 1 and the blue jays at 9 to 1 you've got the dodgers at 5 to 1 the brewers at 16 to 1 and the yankees at 11 to 1 just like the phillies have been your downfall Year after year, the Yankees might be mine this year. But you know what? This is why we did three picks each. So, yeah, so we got a little leeway here. Hey, can live with you can live with going out on the hometown teams. But, all right, Tom. So, for the awards, we're going to do the same type of snake draft that we did in this last segment for the World Series. But uh, we'll start it off in the AL MVP, if that works for you. Sure, you want to kick things off, or or I went first last time, so you got you you can go ahead on the snake draft. You're up. All right, yeah, you, I gave you the Dodgers there, so you know what? Let's go ahead and I'll take the one that I consider the cheap bet, which is Shohei Otani. And just for a moment here, Tom, I don't want to go too far into left field, but assume, let, let, let me let me paint a scenario for you. His numbers decrease about ten to fifteen percent on the hitting and pitching side, like whatever way you want to cut that he's, he's 10 to 15% worse. Do you think having that edge of 
pitching and hitting and being, you know, effective in both just puts him in his own category by a mile. Or like, how? What do you make of this whole Otani MVP? Yeah, you know? I think it's going to be really interesting to see how it develops. I mean, I he hit like forty-eight home runs last year. He almost got to fifty home runs. He could have won the MVP without the pitching. Then you add that he's a top-tier arm. I mean. It, it, the the MVP award was not designed with two-way players like Shohei Otani in mind. So it's going to be really interesting to see how it plays out. Like I could see him winning it a couple, maybe like if he's healthy, right. And he, and he does it again the next this year and next year. Right. I think you got to give it to him at least a couple, two, three years in a row after that, maybe the writers start like allowing other people, but if he's healthy, you, you, how can you be more valuable than contributing on both sides of the ball? You can't. And that's, I guess that's what we're going to find out in the coming year and years is uh, how does the the betting market adjust to the Shohei Otani effect? But that's my pick. Who are you going with for your first uh, two guys, back-to-back picks here? So, you know, I got to go with Vladdy Daddy. He's just such a beast. And I, I'm, you know, I, I'm not looking forward to him being in the AL East. He, he honestly, he gives me David Ortiz vibes. You know, just a Yankee killer. Yep, yep. Masher, absolute, just two hams as 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 quads, and just oh, not looking forward to him crushing the Yankees for the next 15 years. Well, if the Blue Jays hold on to him, they're they're willing to spend though. So whatever, that's that's down the road. I got to go with Vladdy. I mean, he's he's just such a beast. So. Uh, I'm going Vladdy at plus 500. If it makes you feel better, I actually considered going Vladdy over Otani. And one of my worst takes in Steady Picks history, Tom, is that I defended my last year's Vladdy MVP ticket until the day that they gave it to Shohei Otani. And don't get me wrong, it was a bad take looking back. But my whole point was the Angels sucked despite all of that that Otani brought to the table and the Blue Jays were competitive. But it's a story for another day. I love the pick. Who are you going with for your your second pick here? You know, this is where things really started to open up. Obviously, Trout's still on the board. Um, but how could you – if he's healthy and Otani's health, healthy, like who do you think is going to win? It's got to be Otani on the same team. Judge is up there. I hope he has another MVP caliber season. There's a couple of young guys I think that are gonna uh, are gonna be potentially putting their name, putting their hat in the ring here. And mm-hmm. I'm gonna throw one of them out right now. Bold pick, I think. I think is he's an ab- bona fide MVP winner. Eventually, if it's not this year, it's gonna happen. And I'm going with another AL East foe, Wander Franco. I really like that pick, Tom. He's someone that if you like read articles online amongst people like legitimate MLB analysts and things like that, they all love him. Didn't he have like a pretty rough start coming up to the bigs? Like he he was a little underwhelming initially, no? Uh, I don't remember that. I mean, he's only he was only been up last season. It was just like small stint. Season. Yeah. Small sample. Um he's a stud. He's an absolute stud and he could just totally pop off this year or he have a little sophomore slump, but okay. throwing him in. I like it. Um, well, then you leave me no choice but to double up on the Angels here and grab who I still believe is the undisputed best player in Major League Baseball, Mike Trout. We're going to get a healthy Trout this year. Otani's presence in the lineup should only help him, you know, so 
lock it in. I think that's a good pick. How I mean, how can you go again? How can you you can you can't pick Mike Trout and be told it's a bad pick? Exactly. Um, so I get this on the snake as well. Yep, you got the third pick. Oh, now this is this is the one where I wanted to take a flyer here, Tom. I am going to go. There's two names I'm gravitating to here, and they're both actually White Sox, but. Man, this is so tough. All right. I'm going to do it. Lewis Robert. Tough injury last year. Made his way back late. I, I think this is the year, Tom. He, you know, we, we he's not even really a household name yet. You know, baseball fans know him, but this isn't a guy who's viewed in the same, like, you know, Aaron Judge, Trout, uh, elite category and i think this is a guy whose name will get there uh if you didn't pick him i was going to he is an absolute so such an effortless swing and so much pop the guy's huge i don't know how tall he is i think he's like six seven or something like that monster he's he's a monster he's going to be around for a long time if he doesn't win it this year he's going to be in the conversation moving forward i think it's a great pick and great odds plus 2200 value um, I, I think that's a great pick all right, so pass it back to you to wrap it up for your third and final pick for the AL MVP. You know, when you started saying that you were going to pick one of the two White Sox up on the board here, I almost just shouted out, I'll take the other one because <laughs> I was looking at Robert and Abreu. And Abreu is one of those guys where it's just like if he has his full potential offensive year plus now the pieces that are around him, I mean, absolute masher. He could easily, you know, lead the league at home. He could potentially be a triple count guy maybe maybe i don't know does he have the he sniffed it in the past like he, in yeah. 2020 shortened season he batted 317 so i think it last year 261 so you know i don't think he's a a lock by any means to lead the league in hitting but if he has his full potential year is it, he's going to be he's going to get votes so i'm going with uh jose abreu third and final mvp pick and I, the odds there are, you know. Great odds. You win that, I'm fucked. I'll tell you that much. But, all right, we'll go into the NL here. And I guess you lead it off. I took Otani, so we'll pass it back to you. Sure, sure. Oh, man, it would just be a brutal dagger if I went for Harper, wouldn't it? Oh, I Take him. Um, we got Juan Soto at the top of the board, Acuna second, um, you know, Mookie, I feel like Mookie's just going to be overshadowed out there with all the, all the pieces in LA these days. Um, man, there's a lot of talent, a lot of talent in the NL. Um, you know, Ronnie coming off of a, a, a year filled with injuries. I don't know. I don't know if he's going to bounce back that hard. Uh, Soto. Great player, competitive NL East. Are you yeah. surprised he's that much of a favorite on the rest of the group, Tom? I am. I am. That's a lot. That's that's a that's a heavy. That's he's more of a favorite than Otani, which to me is just absolutely mind blowing and makes no sense. But I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm missing the boat on Juan Soto. I know he's great, but come on now, he doesn't play two positions. Yeah, that is that's a bold, you know. Bold move by the the line the the line makers. Uh, man, this is a tough call. Um, you know what? 
I'm going to go. You know, I, I talked big of him before, and I think he's going to have another big year. I'm going to go Matt Olson, 25 to 1. Love that pick. New environment, too. Feel like he could uh he could definitely thrive. Well, if you're gonna give me then Juan Soto, I I almost hate this pick because I feel like for the value in terms of like our point system and winning this thing, it's not great. But I mean his numbers, you can't ignore him. He he had a like quietly if you ask the DC fan base, they'll tell you Bryce Harper had no means winning that MVP last year. So, I don't know. I'm I'm willing to take a flyer on him just based off more than anything, Tom. That like the odds makers feel this strongly that he's the the front runner. So I'll, I'll take him. He, he's an absolute stud. You, you can't you know can't can't hate on that pick. What I will say is that there's a lot of points on the board for our bets with the MVP picks or all the awards. Um, so if you snag somebody at twenty five, thirty five to one. That could be uh that could win the whole thing. Yeah. It only it only takes one, which makes this unique. But sometimes landing these these smaller ones that have higher probability are equally important. So um all right, so I get the double here, correct? Go ahead. You got another pick coming up. <sighs> Gimme <me> Bryce. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it was coming. I knew it was coming. Uh, I I don't like it's not likely that he's going to go back to back here, but he does have better protection in the lineup, better players around him. And you know what? Citizens Bank Park is really hitter friendly, especially for lefties, which is part of the reason we got Bryce to come here. So I, I could see a bigger year than last year, and hopefully that's enough to potentially land this baby. You know, he he's just one of those players that's that's electric. He puts asses in the seats. Last year he finally put it together. What I will say though it was a bit of a weak field for NL MVP. There wasn't it wasn't like he just wanted to won it running away. You know, um, he had the numbers, but it wasn't like he had the greatest season of all time. You know, kind of a quiet MVP season. Yeah, quiet MVP season. That's a good way of putting it. Um. All right. But that'll pass it back to you, Tom, for yeah. your, your two you picks. Know, uh, what I'm going to go with here, I'm going to go with a, a New York stud, uh, back-to-back home run derby winner, uh, just getting better and better and getting better defensively. He's a leader in the clubhouse. If the Mets do, you know, they win the division this year, I think, and if they win the division this year, Polar Bear Pete is going to be a major part of that. And uh, I'm going to go with Pete Alonzo at 30 to 1 as my second MVP NL pick. That's one of those ones that scares me a bit because, like you said, you think about that, and he's the heart of the Mets offense. He He's a guy who could get that, but... I don't know. I think the board's wide open, honestly. I think the, like, it's just, a, this is a 20-sided coin flip, just pick one i mean it's always kind of a crapshoot picking these award winners so much can happen all you all these players are, are excellent um but you know who i really like and i think is also just getting better and he has the speed and he just the, the way he's you know the 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 it's poetry the way he slides i'm going with my Turner. boy. you love that slide tom i love the slide the slide gets me oh it makes things move you know 
and he's like he he has such like a well-rounded game too. You know, he doesn't really have a weakness in his game. This guy does it all. Yep. <sighs> well, I got I got Olsen, Alonzo, and Turner. You got Soto, Harper, and one more. That Alonzo pick scares me, but all right. My my final pick is Yelich. Thirty to one. We know what he's capable of. It's a matter of can he be healthy and get back to it. Can he get back to MVP form? We will see. Yep. So that'll be my final one, um, which will move us into the AL Cy Young, where it will be back to me, correct? That's up. That's right. You're up. All right. AL Cy Young. We're going to go with, and you know what? I'm going to just say it. I'm going to go bold here. This is my favorite bet that I'm going to give out on this entire show. And the thing is, I am such a sucker, Tom, for someone who bets on themselves. And let me tell everybody a quick story about Robbie Ray. He bet on himself last year and signed a one-year, $8 million contract with the Blue Jays when he had other lesser multiple or uh, longer-term deals on the table. He bets on himself. He goes out and wins the damn AL Cy Young in an extremely tough division with the New York Yankees, the Rays, the Red Sox, forget the Orioles, but a very good division. And because he bet on himself and performed, he cashes in with a five-year, $115 million contract. I believe he's going into an easier division than he's used to pitching in. The DH is in both leagues now. Tom, this guy's special, and... I love this bet. Love this bet. I'm happy that you love it. I don't think it's a bad bet. I think he's a great pitcher. And I, and like you said, he put his balls on the table and he, he earned it. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah, I think, you know, looking back last year, I'm looking at the ERA rankings, the top six guys in the NL, not surprising with the, without the DH, things are going to change this year a little bit, but Robbie Ray led the AL in ERA last year. So, can't hate on that pick. Who you got for, you got two now. So the next guy up on the list uh, last year from the AL in ERA um, was one of these quiet types. You know, he's not a lot of personality. I don't know a ton about him, but he's just, he's just a gamer. And that's McCullers, McCullers Jr. Guy knows how to pitch and he's on a good team. And I think this might be the year he puts it all together. And takes home that Cy Young trophy. Um, and I'm just going to go right back to back. I got to go with my my guy, Garrett Cole. He makes $500 billion per start. And he <laughs> better pitch his ass off this year. Because the Yankees are going to need him to win all 30 of his starts. So I'm going Garrett Cole with my second snake draft AL Cy Young pick. I think that's a great pick, Tom. And I hate to do this because I love to finish this out, but our producer's giving me the the cut signal, and I've been ignoring them for the last few minutes here, so I gotta go ahead and get this wrapped up for us. We'll finish this off air. We'll put the remaining picks in the description, but really appreciate you joining the show, Tom. Steady Picks Radio, wake up and wager. Have a great Tuesday, everyone. Getting tired of the change. Your head is spinning like a box